Well, good evening again. It's so good to have you here this evening. We're just going to share just briefly tonight from the book of Psalms. Actually, I just want to share just a short kind of devotional with us from the book of Psalms. I'm going to be in Psalm chapter 30 and just verse 5. So kind of one verse tonight is what I want to look at. Psalm chapter 30 and verse 5. And we're here tonight celebrating Christmas Eve. That's why we're here. That's why we're gathering. And Christmas Eve is full of anticipation. There's a a joy about it. There's an excitement about it because we are expecting something big. We're on the edge of something exciting. I know when I was a kid, I know my parents probably know this, and I think they might be watching right now. So if they don't know this, they will know this now. But most Christmas Eves growing up in my old house, my bedroom is on the second floor, and on the second floor there was a vent that went looked directly into the living room, directly at our Christmas tree, fill in the blanks of what a young six-year-old boy would do on Christmas Eve after going to bed on Christmas Eve and looking through that because I was excited. I was waiting for what was about to come. There's, a, there's an excitement about an Eve. There's an expectation about an Eve. Let's be honest, there's a restlessness about an Eve. I know parents of young children, I can imagine tonight you were going to say, go to sleep about a hundred times before they actually act like they're asleep and you fall for them being asleep. There's an anticipation that goes along with that. And you feel like you're on the edge of something, and this is what Christmas Eve is all about. This is what this Eve is to, to create in us, this feeling in us. And I think for some of us tonight that the Eve that we're talking about is exciting and we're excited about Christmas and all that that brings to us, but let's be honest, there are times in our lives when we're waiting for the next thing, and in the waiting, it's not an exciting time. It's not a joyful time. It's not one of anticipation except that the circumstances would would change when the morning comes. And I think for many of us, we're in, the, in a place like that right now of, of going through a time of waiting for something to change, of waiting for something to give, if you will. And we're in that place of, of longing for something to be different. And this evening, I want to share with you from Psalm chapter 30 and verse 5 about what God shares with us, about the psalmist shares with us in this one verse, and connecting that to Christmas morning and the longing that we have in seeing Christ being revealed and bringing joy with Him. If you want to follow along with me in Psalm chapter 30 and verse 5, once I find it, both of our Bibles were changed. Joe had it this morning. Mine is right now. Psalm chapter 30. And verse 5, it says this, For his anger is but a moment, and his favor is for a lifetime. Weeping may tarry for the night, but joy comes with the morning. This evening, I just want to share very briefly with us just three things. First, as we look through this passage of Scripture, as we come into our Christmas Eve service tonight, as we read this one verse, I think it's important for us, number one, to recognize the reality of sorrow. To recognize the reality of sorrow. We see there at the beginning of verse 5 that his anger is for a moment. We see at the end of verse 5 that weeping may tarry for the night. Part of our longing for our new day is the recognition that today isn't right. That today isn't as it's supposed to be. That something is missing. Something is broken. Something is weighing on me. That something is hurting or something may even be hopeless. 
That the weeping that we're feeling is very real. The tears are real. The pain is real. The disappointment is real. Maybe even the anger and discipline of God is real. The consequences are very real. And I think for some of us, as we kind of walk through the difficulty of our lives, we think it unspiritual or faithless or falling short in some way to communicate and to admit that things aren't the way that they're supposed to be, right? We feel, I think, a sense of attention in us that we're supposed to be followers of Jesus. We're supposed to trust in God. We're supposed to be joyful in all circumstances. We're supposed to um, rejoice in all things. And so it's a complaining of me. It's, a, it's not right for me to say that things aren't wrong. But I think the psalmist here is, is giving us the freedom at times to say that the weeping is real, that the anger is real. For some of you, the very reality that you're carrying a very heavy weight coming into the service tonight. You're carrying a weight of yours of, of things aren't working out the way that you thought they would, of, of God is doing something in your life in a way that you didn't anticipate Him to do or don't even want Him to do, that He's doing something very different than you would have liked Him to do. And I think for many of us tonight, we need to admit that the weeping is real, that the sorrow is real, that the anger of God is real in our lives, and admit that to God, and admit that we're struggling, admit that we want something to be different, that we want things to be changed, that we want things to go a different way than they are right now. And the psalmist is giving us this freedom. So for some of us on this Christmas Eve, we just need to take a moment and lament. We just need to take a moment and say, God, I wish things were different than they were the, the, the way that they are. I wish tomorrow was, was different than the way that was. I wish my marriage was different. My, my work was different. My finances were different. My health was different. I wish something were different than the way that it, that it is. And so we need to recognize the reality of sorrow. It's not all joyful at Christmas time. It's not all bells at Christmas time. It's not all happiness at Christmas time. There is a sorrow that comes with Christmas time as well. Not only do we need to recognize the reality of sorrow, but number two, we need to discern between the temporary and the lasting. There are certain things that the psalmist is wanting us to see that, that are going to pass away, that are not forever, that are temporary, and there are those things that are going to last forever, that are lasting. Again, we see in this passage of Scripture, his anger, what does it say, is but for a moment. We see again in this passage of Scripture that weeping may tarry for the night. There is an end to those things. There is a point where the sorrow and the anger and the grief and the disappointment goes away. That those things are temporary. When hope seems far off and downright impossible, let's be honest, there are times when our struggles feel that way. When it feels like the night is tarrying on forever. When it feels like morning will never come. When it feels like the sunrise is infinitely far away. When we feel the heavy hand of God on us, and it feels unbearable, and it feels like the favor of God is only a fairy tale that you once heard from long, long ago. When we feel all these things going on in our lives, what I want us to feel in this moment that those things are temporary and not lasting. What I love in one of, the, one of my favorite books from C.S. Lewis, The Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe, the great quote that it feels like it's always winter but never Christmas. That there's always a sorrow, always something missing, always something lacking, but it never turns to Christmas. It never comes to fruition, the thing that we're waiting for. But the psalmist wants to remind us in this that the sorrow we're feeling, the difficulties that we're going through are temporary. 
And God wants us to know that for those who trust Him, for those who place their hope in Him, the weeping and the anger will not last. They're not forever. Mourning will come. The sun will rise. Favor will come. Whatever you're walking through right now might feel overwhelming and feel like forever. It might feel crushing and suffocating. But the psalmist in just this one verse wants to remind us that for those who trust in God, it will not last forever. The suffocating you're feeling, the difficulties that you're going through, the sorrow that you're feeling, even maybe the hopelessness that you're feeling in this moment, for those who trust in God, it only tarries for the night. It is only for a moment. It is passing and it is temporary. There is something that is lasting that God wants to give to us. Again, the verse tells us the favor that God gives us is lasting for those who come to Him. The joy that comes in the morning is lasting for those who trust in Him. My promise to you from the Word of God this evening is that for those who trust in God, the difficulties that you're walking through, the eve that you're walking through, the night that seems to tarry on, the sun will rise. Joy is coming in the morning that God will redeem and God will help. And finally, number three, we can count on the promise of God. As we see in this, that sorrow is real. It, it is heavy on our lives. And we can see that it's, it's temporary. It doesn't last forever. And the hope that I have is the promise that we're given in this passage. That the favor of God is for a lifetime. Or the way the, the, the Hebrew actually says it, that his favor is life. What keeps me moving, what keeps me going throughout my day is to know that the favor of God is on me and that joy comes in the morning. This is the promise that we have. And the psalmist wants to tell us here that the joy of the, of the morning is infinitely greater and more lasting than the darkness of the night. The joy that we experience in Christ, the joy that we experience in the fullness of God, placing our hope in Him, is infinitely greater than the darkest, longest of nights. It feels like the tarrying has gone on forever. It feels like the night will never end, that the sunrise is just a fantasy, but the sun will come. And we see it again and again in Scripture, don't we? We saw it as we walked through the book of Ruth. We saw what felt like a very dark situation, a very hopeless situation. At the end of chapter 1 of Ruth, it felt hopeless. I went away full. I came back empty. I am bitter. There is nothing for me. And then Boaz comes onto the scene, and Ruth and Boaz come together, and God's faithfulness goes, and the joy comes with the morning. We see it all the way through the Scripture. We see it in Noah and Moses and the Exodus and the wandering and the land and the judges and the kings and the prophets. We see it over and over and over again. God always comes through for His people. The sun always rises. Joy always comes in the morning. There may be a long night, but God always comes through. It may feel like forever, but God always comes through. How do we know? How do I know? How can I bank my life on the reality that my sorrow may be real and feel crushing, but there is a joy that comes in the morning? How can I know that? I know that because of what we're celebrating tomorrow morning. I know that I can have hope. I know that the joy is coming because of what, Christ, what God has already done. 
We know the morning will come and the joy that accompanies it because the morning has already come and the joy has already accompanied it. We can hold on through the night because God has given us everything in Jesus at just the right time at just the right place, to just the right people, Jesus came. The night ended, the sun rose, and joy came in the morning. And this is the celebration that I have. This is the joy that I have. This is the hope that I have as we celebrate Christmas, that whatever you're going through, whatever the weight that you're going through right now, however long the night may feel, Remember, God broke through and sent His Son, Jesus. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And if God can do that, if God can work through all of human history, if God can work through a broken people time and time again to send His Son at just the right time to live for us, to die for us, and to be raised from the dead, He can help me with whatever I'm walking through right now. I can have confidence that the joy is going to come in the morning. And the joy that we have is not only in Christmas morning, it's not only in the fact that Jesus has come. One of the greatest stories that we ever tell, told is a story that feels like the darkness had won in Christ in the crucifixion when He died on the cross. It felt like the night was tarrying on. But what happened? Joy came in the morning. Christ was raised from the dead. And so because Christ was born for us and lived and died for us, we can have hope. If God can do all of those things, God can help me. For those who place your trust in Christ, Christmas Eve always turns into Christmas morning. For those who place their trust in God, the night always ends. It will not tarry on forever. The anger of God is but for a moment, but His favor is for a lifetime. Weeping may tarry through the night, but joy comes through the morning. As we celebrate that, I want to kind of give a picture of that tonight as we celebrate and do the lighting of the candles. The music team can come back up if they want at this time. And you have candles in front of you. And one of the reasons that we celebrate with candles is to demonstrate this clearly. One of the reasons we stand in the dark, one of the reasons that we have this moment is for us is to feel the weight of the darkness and to show in a very real way that Christ has come into the world. And so you should all have candles in front of you. Um, In just a moment, someone will come through and light those. Again, just for safety purposes, if you have little ones, Godspeed, I'm praying for you in a candlelight service. It's hard, but just watch over your little ones. It's always better to take an unlit candle to a lit candle, not the other way around, or you're going to get wax um, running down your hands for that. So we just want to encourage you in that. And so if you would stand with me now, we're going to go ahead and turn off the lights um, in this moment. And just want to read a passage of Scripture to you as we stand kind of in the darkness and feel for a moment what it is that God has done for us. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. 
The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Let's light our candles.